If you would remain standing this morning uh, for our scripture lesson, I'm going to read a scriptural scripture compilation. He who is seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. I have engraved you on the palms of my hand. Your walls, or your life, is ever before me. Therefore, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For you, O Lord, have made known to us the path of life. You fill us with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Therefore, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, his pleasing, and perfect will. Brothers and sisters, this one thing I do know, forgetting what is behind, and I strain forward to what is ahead, pressing onward toward the goal, the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So, from now on, regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though once Christ was regarded in this way, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Since then, we have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on the things that are above, where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on earthly things. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. For the Lord will make your paths straight. Do not turn to the right or to the left, keep your feet from evil, for the God of wisdom is supreme, therefore know him, though it costs you everything, know him. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thank you. You may be seated. This is a little different, isn't it? Happy Renew Year. This morning in our time together, I feel it necessary to share what the Lord has us, has for us in this season. This morning, I am not a preacher, nor am I a teacher. 
while I am your pastor, this morning I stand before you as a proclaimer, one who announces publicly or one who publicly declares something important with due emphasis. Last Sunday we talked about re-words, the prefix re meaning again, restore, revive, rebuild, return, repair. We talked about being reconnected, redemption and reconciliation. And finally, renew, to make new again, to renew. For us to gain the full effect of what the Lord is wanting to do in us, through us, and with us in 2020, it is important to meditate on the word renew. It's important to willingly accept what God wants to do in us, our surrender, and how He wants to do it, our submission. As we enter 2020, here is what we are to understand. Do not picture yourselves as the first United Methodist Church of Bel Air, but as a part of the Church of Bel Air. Just like you are the puzzle pieces that connect and gather here in the building and worship and connectivity, each congregation in Bel Air is a part of the larger Church of Bel Air and also of our region, the Church of the Ohio Valley. For many people and many churches, we have entered a season of renewal, a renewal of body, mind, and heart individually and then corporately. This means that we need to prepare for change. To be renewed doesn't just mean to be restored to the former glory or to the original condition, but to be made new. The old has passed away and the new has come. We here at First Church have been walking through a season of encouragement, and we will continue to do so. Over and over, the Lord has shared with us that we are set aside, that we are special, that we are precious in His sight, that we are loved more than we can imagine. The Lord has told us that we are His chosen ones, His beloved children, and that we would, if we would just lay our backpacks at the foot of the cross, that He will take care of us, and He will give us rest. During this season in our church, God has made it abundantly clear that the life, purpose, and destiny that He has for each of us is indescribable, and that what He has planned for us to accomplish is truly beyond our imagination if we will follow Him because He trusts us more than we trust ourselves. Beloved, we have entered into a new season personally and corporately, just like the seasons of earth, just like the seasons of our lives, there are spiritual seasons as well. There was a time, there was a season that God walked with man on the earth, and that time came to an end. There was a season that sin was rampant upon the earth, and that time came to an end by way of the flood. There was a spiritual season that the children of Israel were captive in Egypt, a spiritual season that they were delivered, wandered in the wilderness, and finally led into their promised land. There was a time in the Old Testament when the prophets only guided the nation of Israel and no king. 
there was a season of 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament that God did not speak. Jesus came, 100% God and 100% man, our Redeemer, our Restorer, and our Savior. From there, we can look at history and we can see the spiritual seasons that come and go all the way up through the establishment of our great country and the great spiritual awakenings that took place, which made way for the many evangelists, Billy Sunday and Billy Graham, to name a few. But now we have entered into another spiritual season. While the Lord will, while the Lord will continue to encourage us, we step into a season of renewal and preparation. Throughout this year, 2020, God is sending out invitations of participation. Some are already a part of the body of Christ. Others are not, but they are being invited. I pray that we take hope in this, as there are many that we have prayed for over the years, for them to turn their lives over to the Lord, and they haven't yet. But know this, that there are invitations being sent to them from their Creator to accept His unconditional love for them. And we pray that they may choose Him. Some already understood what is being shared, for you are experiencing restoration in your own life. You have returned. Your life is being rebuilt. You are walking in renewal, for your life will never be the same. You have accepted the Lord's invitation to change. And even though you don't know the totality of what that means, you have stepped forward and joined the ranks of heaven and the joys of the eternal. Some are well aware that there's been a shift in the spiritual world and that things are not what they were and they will not be the same. Things are changing and something is coming. Though you're not sure what, you don't know what it will look like, and you're hoping that you don't miss it. Child of the Most High, you will not. So don't be afraid. Do not worry. And do not fret. Be patient. Trust the Lord and His timing. Others are not aware of these changes. The shifting or the renewal that is taking place, and that's okay. For there is an invitation with their names on it, with your name on it. Again, do not worry, do not fret, do not allow self-condemnation to take root. Be patient and trust the Lord, for He will reveal something new and wonderful that is meant for just you. Without question, the King of glory is on the move. And we are to follow his lead in this season. We are to prepare for what he is doing as well as how and when he directs. This is not for us to determine, but it is for us to follow. Trust his process. He knows what he's doing. For in this season of renewal and preparation, he's preparing us to be further set apart to be used by His Holy Spirit to accomplish what He desires and to impact and influence others so that they may know Him personally. 
For I say to you, there is a wave of truth and hope coming from the throne room of heaven, greater than we have ever seen, and it will flow through us by a way of desire and action. We need to see this year how God sees it. His vision is perfect. His ways are perfect. Therefore, the question is not, what do I want to accomplish this year? The question is, what does God want to accomplish in me this year? And it will come through a desire that is welling up within you. God will bring your heart the desire to accomplish what He wants to accomplish in you. And as He accomplishes His work in you, He will move through your heart. It may be something that He's brought to your heart or mind before. It could be something simple. It could be something difficult. It could be exercising, eating healthy, studying your Bible, church attendance. He may want you to travel. He may want you to attend a conference. He may want you to change your job, or he may want you to make a new friend. It might be something you've never dreamed of, like teaching a woman's Bible study, learning to play an instrument, running a marathon, fasting for five days, prayer walking your neighborhood or your place of business, and maybe even volunteer in the local schools. It may start from you wondering, where did that thought even come from? Or, I've never considered doing that. It may be something that you've always wanted to do. Allow God to bring it to you. If He hasn't, ask Him. If he still hasn't, keep asking and be patient. If you think he has, but you're just not sure, ask others to pray with you for confirmation. If he has and you know it, but you are afraid, or you simply just don't want to do it, ask him to bring you the desire to obey him and step forth. You can be sure God will bring you his desire for you in this season, and when it comes, step forth. Our second word is action. Just as the Lord took Joshua into the promised land, met with him, and there said to him in Joshua 1.3, I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on the land that I have given you. The same is true for each one of us today. This is our action. God told Joshua, wherever you place your foot, the action that Joshua had to perform was out of faith. Joshua had to make the step, and God met him there. God put the desire into the heart of Joshua to take the land and then allowed him to choose whether or not he would step forth. If he did, the passion, protection, and provision would come forth to provide the reality of the promise. When the desire is given, the next step is action. Don't run out ahead of God, but be committed to follow His lead. 
Remember, God will not only tell you what to do, He will tell you how and He will tell you when. This is where our obedience connects to the heart of God so that His desires spring up within us. Our relationship with God deepens and we see others the way that He wants us to see them. Understand this. Once you have been given His desires, you are not alone. He hasn't separated from you. He isn't sitting on the sideline watching. And He's not in the distance waiting for you to make it or break it. God's desire from the beginning of creation was to spend time with His creation, with you and with me. So whatever He calls you to do, He will also help you accomplish it. The outcome God desires for us this year's to be renewed, to be made new, something that you've never seen before. This isn't a renovation. This isn't what was or reverting back to who you were before. It's not the glory days of old returned. This is new. New relationships, new understanding and outlook on life, a new level of care, concern, a new love for God and for His truth. What is coming is something that we have not experienced. It is new. And in the new, stand strong. I'm not saying that this will be easy. Even though Joshua knew he would have the promised land, he still had battles. He still had to fight. Moving into the new can be a battle. But it is a battle that God will walk you through and that you are destined to win when you follow him. When the old starts to creep back in, when you start feeling the old way or displaying old attitudes, stop. Step back from the situation and stop. Don't respond with the old voice tones. Don't use the old facial expressions. Don't give yourselves over to those old familiar feelings that tempted you to respond quickly and hurtful. Don't take the bait. For our enemy is lurking about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Instead, step away and openly rehearse the desires that God gave you. Speak out loud about the new that God is doing in you. Pray. Pray out loud, for your words have life and power. Remember, you have been given a promise as you step forth, that God will give you every place you set your foot. Every place. This year, you're being renewed. So take the ground that God is giving you. Expand your territory and enjoy the new relationship that God desires to have with you and watch Him introduce Himself to others through you. Again, God has set us aside for something special because we are. We are precious in His sight and we are loved more than we know. We are one of God's chosen and we are the apple of His eye, His beloved child. This is your season of renewal as you step into all that He desires for you to become. So step forth precious one. Place your foot forward on the promise 
that he will give you every place that you walk. Step forward to the cross, lay down your stones and boulders from your backpack. Step forward into the wonders that he has designed just for you. Step forward, church, into your renewal. What I have read this morning is not solely my writings. Most of what you have heard this morning comes from you. It comes from you. This morning is a compilation of things that different people in our church, some including myself, whether through their time in prayer or reading their Bibles, or being perceptive to what the Lord is doing in their lives, I have taken all of what has been shared before the Lord, and I know that He is at work. It is without question that this coming year will prove to be spiritually pivotal for each one of us as individuals, as families, as a church, as a community, and as, our, as a region. What I have read this morning comes from within this church. As people have shared with me, I have kept notes, and I've put it all together to share with you this morning. There is a blessed pastor who once spoke this statement a little over a year ago, and I believe that it is to be spoken again. Things will be noticeably different next year at this time. Today, let me encourage you, be faithful to the calling and the direction that God has put upon your life. Live joyfully, no matter the outward circumstances. Speak life, not death. Stand firm and stand strong and be courageous. Do not bow your knee to the temptations or to sorrow or to defeat. For if you fall, ask for forgiveness. Get up and move on. But know this, as you step forth, into your God-given desire. The plan for your life is not hidden from God. He knows your struggles. He knows your fears, your worries, and your concerns. And He is greater than all of them combined. Let's pray. Father, Lord God, we are thankful for the day that we have to be with you and before you. God, I pray that you continue to speak to our hearts and that our ears are opened, our eyes are opened, Father, that our hearts are receptive. Father, help us to trust you with all of the days ahead and help us to live with a heart of thanksgiving in all of what you're doing. Father, even though we may not understand it, it may be confusing, it may 
bring fear and worry and concern. Father, help us to stand strong. In all of what you've called us to do, Father, strengthen our legs that we may step into all that you have for us. Father, it is great and it is mighty and it is powerful. Father, people will come from miles and miles away to see your hand at work. Father, thank you for choosing us. And Father, may we honor you in all that we do and say. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. morning we'll be taking communion. What a 